0: Welcome to episode number 28 of Roll or Die. Today, my co-host Anton and I have the great pleasure of two legends of the sport of jiu-jitsu in Australia. Uh, Jamie Murray, the head coach of Renegade MMA, also part of Australian Elite Team, and also Dion Perkins from Perkins Jiu-Jitsu, which is uh, part of Peter Bean. So welcome, guys.
1: Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you. Hello. What's cracking, guys? Everyone's smiling, and, uh, looking yeah, happy. My,
0: my co-host Anton. So yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on. We're uh, looking forward to chatting with uh, two of, as I said, uh, legends of jiu-jitsu. and also really wanted to talk a lot today, if we can, about the uh, the matchup that you guys had in uh, it was two thousand and fourteen.
2: 2015,
1: 2015, I believe. I don't even know what
3: day it is. So yeah, that's it. I think what, it. Uh, what's more critical is uh, how the beard's going. Uh,
2: yeah, I think. That's yeah. Let's go back <laughs> to that. These are the important topics. Sorry. Yeah. You know, it seems
1: like there's only really two of us uh, uh, are carrying the team here, Janie. Where is these other two doing?
3: <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, uh, this is. I'm not shaving off till I can get back on the map. Uh, minimum, minimum. So um, Kim always goes
2: before our show. That's what happens with Kim, I, and That's me it, too.
0: No, like, no. I, <laughs> menopause is not far away, so the, the beard here won't be uh, won't be far behind. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, Jamie, did you start growing yours uh with the lockdown, or is this a is this yes. an ongoing project? Yeah, you did mate, same time with time. me, yeah. Three or
3: four weeks, whatever it's been. So um, yeah, well, I'm winning the grey race, mate. I definitely gray. are. I'm like amazed. I said,
1: mate, my my grey's. Uh, yeah. In places okay. no one needs to see or talk about.
3: Am I gonna see it today or what? <laughs> enter your
1: enter your credit card number now and
2: uh... <laughs> And what do you miss of this thing? You know, like I I always found if I'm in a relationship and I'm not bearded and then I go down the bearded path, like it, it either goes one way or another, it's often not favorable. Look, I'll it jump in there there's
1: there's there's one thing I've come to notice, sorry Jamie, is that Ladies love the beard on the street, but not in the bedroom.
3: I get the, I get the, the, I go for a kiss like this, you know, I just get, that's pretty much. uh, (laughs) The head redirection. Yeah. Uh, That's what happens. (laughs) Uh, I get stopped with most
1: things now I've got the beard.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So actually another thing I want to actually touch on today is like, you do that Jamie got on a plane and started hip or something like that. You know, you're looking, you're looking a little more terrorist nowadays, i got to say. Oh, it's scary, it's
3: scary. Uh, I'll be happy when it comes off. I said, when we get back in the gym, um, I'm shaving. That, that's kind of my commitment. Well, I don't know, in the gym or rolling, because I'm more looking forward to rolling than just getting in the gym, you know?
1: Yeah, 100%, right? Yeah. When that
3: w- Yeah, Yeah. Absolutely.
2: All right, my, well I'm um, dog sick of me no, attacking
1: him, that's for sure.
2: <laughs> so I'm gonna actually attempt to share my screen here as well. Oh and yeah. Just play a little bit of the intro that we have of this. Um so let me just do oh, that. Oh now. here we go. This is not something that we do every time. This will be a first for this for this. Special show. treatment so, for us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're a
0: jiu-jitsu podcast, but we don't really look at jiu-jitsu much. It's more yeah. uh just chatting with the
2: people. So but there is something cool about this, actually. About this night, this boa was uh, actually. I'll just quickly stop this sharing and share with the audio as well. How do I do that? It's
0: you a... guys were the opening opening bout, yeah.
2: Were the opening, uh, I can't...
1: I think there. I think there may have been um, from memory, and and like I don't trust my memory, but uh, <laughs> I think there was a couple. I think there was a few a couple oh, of forests, maybe, yeah. uh, maybe, which added stuff to stuff the tension. Like,
2: Right. Well, what I loved about this was just, and as Kim brought, she said you guys brought the house down. So I watched this earlier today, and you it was really always going to happen, right? White
3: corner, Jamie Murray. Hey,
2: wow! So awesome.
3: Oh,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> you'll, you'll notice
1: you really don't want to stop but i the you side. i in the background. in the Every comp of
2: ever in. <laughs> took us through it. Like, what was it like leading up to that night? What was it like on the night, etc.? Do you Do you want to take very it, mate? Surreal. Very, very surreal feeling walking
3: out there, and you know we we battled each other a bunch of times and have a great friendship, but walking out there in that environment, it was just it was a very surreal feeling. You think so, Adele?
1: Oh, uh, I, I remember. It. Um, being out the back, warming up and um, just looking across at you every now and then and just looking. We both had this look on our faces like, what the fuck are we doing here? There's like, <laughs> they got the right people? Like, it was just <laughs> insane and and you know, uh, there was who else was there? There was, geez, there was some high level people there and oh, I'm thinking Was you know,
0: Edward Naji in that one or was that the one after?
1: No, oh. no. Um, i want no, to no think man. of the young lady's name. She was, um, you know,
0: Michelle Nicolini
1: that's who it was yes wow yep and uh, and I was just thinking she was right next to me warming up and I'm thinking how am I sitting here warming up next to this lady like and, oh, and James uh... looking at me like what are we doing here and and <laughs> I don't know it was kind of like the, the the outcome of the fight was so it didn't matter at all it was just the whole thing yeah. was just so awesome and um yeah, I gotta say that's still the best time I reckon I've ever had in a Jiu-Jitsu match ever,
2: ever. Yeah, had. it was yeah. A lot of fun. it was close awesome. like, and it looked like at the end, like, and I, I don't know how much of the actual fight we want to talk about, but at the end, I don't know, you were up, Dion, Jamie, you were you were you were dealing with a pretty heavy top game by the look of it, but you were only down a couple of points and then you got up. In fact, I might go to that point and you broke through his guard, and you were about to slap on a knee bar, and it just yeah. looked like the fight went for another minute or so. It could have gone anyway. It was, like, it was really good. Cool. I think a
3: key word to remember is robbed. I was robbed, right, the whole way through, okay? And I loved your complaint. It's a still standing complaint between me and Gustavo. I was robbed. <laughs> um, no, no, seriously, man. It was a, it was a good match 2021, mate. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he looked Vegas. Hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how good would it be to do another boa right
3: yes
0: that's what Melbourne what needs that? right now for sure. Look, well, they were I,
1: I reckon that was easily the best promotion going um like yeah, yeah, high yeah. level promotion um going and also really good because it had that whole um uh, you know sort of cabaret ish almost feel that the, a lot of the mu people do they do the awards nights and they do that real high level, everyone dressed us up. You know, it's almost like the footy awards and that. Yeah. And I don't think we have much like that in Jiu Jitsu. And I thought that was really cool, you know, like that yeah, sort of thing. And
2: came into Jiu Yeah, yeah. And it was just a that nice night, to like to
1: a gala night almost, you know. Yeah. All we needed was some yeah. awards and yeah, wait, went.
0: Yeah. And there were some yeah. really good matchups too. Like there wasn't too many one sided bouts. It was all pretty close. I think it was really good. I think there's been, has there been three of them now? They did um, two years ago. So there was a second I one. Thought at the were, might have been, I oh, thought there might have been four. more than that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Definitely need another one. Sorry. Definitely need another, I another one. I loved how it brought the community together. Like we all know each other. Everybody knows yeah. each other and it didn't matter what team you're from or, or you know, they'd come from interstate. It was just good to be in the one room sharing the sport that we love. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and right. I think I think one of the things that really lent itself to the atmosphere that night was um You know, there was a real chalk and cheese type thing going on. Like Jamie come out in his white gi and he had the really uh, nice—I think it was U2 playing on the acoustic—and it was a real, it was a real wholesome, clean, you know, (laughs) uplifting spiritual moment. And then I come out to like black metal, and I've got the gi (laughs) on, and I'm
0: like,
3: it was "Ah," was just. Oh, good man! It was like, yeah, it was super yeah, it cool. Was. Man, that was wicked. I think too. On that note, I looked at my corner, and I got like Ninos and, and half of AET. I looked over at yours. You got your daughter. I was like, man, this is this is a different cornering strategy, you know. She and did all right went. too. I'm not to gonna lie.
1: She did all right. Like,
3: oh man, she did amazing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she came through the win that night.
1: Yeah, it was all her. It was yeah.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had
1: no game plan She was just telling me I just reacted So
0: I think I remember Dion You wanted to wear A black gi But they made you Wear a blue one Is that right? And yeah, it,
1: exactly right I never I never wear Any other colour gi But black and green And um, They were they just Really strict on it They wanted They wanted to Either be the white Or the blue Even Jamie Went into bat for me And said Nah let him wear A black I mean, gi And uh, Which I was super appreciative. He's
3: not a black gi
1: You know <laughs> Hey you know what we made yeah. the blue gi work. I, I, I contacted my sponsor and I spoke to him really quickly. So I need a blue gi, like right now. And they, they got me one. So in the end it was all good. Um, I, I don't think I've ever actually worn that gi since then. It's,
2: it's I'm not, I'm not even joking. You like there's it's nothing that that night. That's right. Yeah, yep, yeah, so. And Dion, can you talk about, I mean, you look way more professional as a podcast than any of us. So yes. what have you got going on there? What's like, going on in the background? room all day every day i'm right a little now.
1: scared to show you this stuff but uh <laughs> this is my this is my lab so uh i play a lot of guitar um i'm sort of moving around i've got screens everywhere wow
3: because
1: wow. i'm an online gamer nerd
2: <laughs> Woo! there we go
1: <laughs> yeah there you go admissions so i spent a lot of my time online shooting the shit out of americans and everyone else from every other part of the <laughs> world what games uh, are you playing at the moment Uh, Playing a lot of DayZ. Uh, I don't know if you guys played that.
2: that, Is that a zombie game?
1: Zombie apocalypse game. You set it set in Russia. You've got you start off the game with like nothing but a piece of fruit, and uh, it's so (laughs) difficult. And then you can just get killed after like ten hours of gameplay, and you got to start again. It's horrible. Those kills are
2: probably going to come in quite useful in the next few months. I think you would actually. Yeah, (laughs) it's like it's like going out for milk at the moment, right? Like. (laughs) You have to, if there's only a piece of fruit left in the house, and, and lockdown goes for another couple of months, you're going to be... Yeah. This, I'm coming to stay with Get the with guns you,
1: out, the face yeah. mask, get the 4x4 four four and the backpack, going
2: out for milk. <laughs> <Game on>. I'm <Right. laughs> right, going to try and share my screen again and show you guys the end of this match because I think it's really cool. Let's see how we go. I know my favourite bit is
3: after the end. That That's a great memory. Great photos come out of that. It's yeah. definitely uh, great memories
1: it's it, even today it's still so surreal
2: right like far out so cool all right uh should we have sound as well 20 seconds. <laughs> get that
0: okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just sweating watching that shit. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I remember if you, if you if you watch that a bit more closely, you'll see when he rocks for the knee bar, my defence is literally, you know, when you've got nothing left and your hands are like this and I'm like trying to block this knee bar like, and I'm spent. <laughs> awesome. okay, I got nothing. <laughs>
2: I'm going to try and do this for you. I'm going to try and slow it down. Oh, oh
1: do wow, I
0: this is professional, now. Anton. We've never done this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this the part? I think I think he rocks up for it in a sec.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: All I can hear is Jody screaming. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's hilarious. Overshot, overshot the mark, I think. Yeah. Let's see. There's and Yeah,
3: there's a sweep, half guard sweep, or deep yeah, half sweep. Nice. Yeah. Coming out. I remember thinking now, you know, you, you get the pass, get the points, it's like no, that that's not what we want to do. We've got to go for a sub. It's all or nothing.
1: Yeah, it was all or nothing at this point.
3: Yeah. And it's a nice beautiful day. counter. You counter it as I'm stepping over. It's a beautiful counter. I was like, Oh, oh there's a knee bus. I sit right on my face, dude. Good thing we're mates. Sorry about that. <laughs> Beautiful counter, brother. Counter? Yeah, That's just me gasping
1: for air going, stop, stop, I'm done. <laughs> just stop, you crazy man.
2: So good. You go for another bite of the cherry here. That was good, the way you used that leg, Jamie, to kind of... Try and knock me off it. Like yeah.
3: Right on. Lift it all. And too
2: now you get robbed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> robbed.
1: <laughs> I um, I'll, I'll move my camera off the thing and I'll show you something pretty cool. If you like, you'll like this, yeah, Jamie. So if you crack the uh, the lens back, so that that match is kind of immortalised at our club. Like you know, our guys are all really good friends with Jamie as well. And so on our, I've got a lineage poster here, and you can see. We made, we had these made up for our club, and it starts off with Helio Gracie down through Carlos and, and Pete and Pete's son. And then there's me and Jamie, which is uh, from yeah. that match. That was immortal yeah, yeah.
3: now. That is post. so I cool. Loved yeah, it so brother. Much. That's good. That's but
1: good even it, it, no, I do wait for it. Even more than that, one of my brown belts, uh, Dragon, loved it so much, he decided to paint it. And that's why. Holy it on moly! It's it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. amazing. Hey Jamie, did you know that that even existed? No, no, I did not know. I did not know. Um, well, well,
1: when you awesome. come over, when you come over for a beer, we'll uh, and a barbecue, I'll show you.
3: Man, I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> uh, you know, at, uh, at Renegade, we've got uh, up on the wall a big banner. They did it for me as a surprise. I went to Bali to to do our charity gym, and while I was gone, all the boys chipped in and got, I think it was the entrance photo blowing up. And, you know, oh, yeah. I, I think it's great. I think it's great to celebrate that moment. And Absolutely. it's strange. We've got that one and we've got uh, Cal's first UFC appearance. And it's a real, real strong weight for me to say to people, look, both those events were actually, like, they're a loss in terms of, you know, win, loss, draw, whatever. But they're a victory look, because it's exactly the gym, right lifting up the journey, having the opportunity. And so, yeah, we... Um, you know, same thing at our academy, as far as Boa goes, that event is is on the wall. It's immortalized.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Actually. Wh- While we're on there, let's just actually dive into that a little bit. Tell us a bit about Jamie about the whole Bali project. Because that just sounds like something that made a real difference in people's lives. And as much as something like Boa did, that's entertainment, but I also love what you do. I mean you are out there to to leave this planet better than you found it, man. Um and Amen. I think a lot Amen. of our listeners would like to know more about that.
3: Well I am wearing the shirt. I thought I'd wear the shirt. Always um call out to shout out to these guys, Academy Christus in Sunil Bali. Uh, and Dion's been a big supporter of that too. Like publicly people see Bola and us competing, but you want the clock back. We've been doing that for 15 years. We've been friends. And throughout that, even in the early days of both our clubs, they both started about ten years ago he'd bring his boys over for our our competitions and guys cross train so when we when we started this fundraiser for this this charity gym over in Sunil, Bali, Dion was a big supporter you know we wanted Absolutely. to raise ten thousand dollars people come from all over and there's photos out there somewhere of us drinking beers at midnight you know oh, it's yeah. just kind of we, we just, all night and had a fundraiser. And, I just came to the know, beer, mate. Let's be honest. All class. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> all we, now. Uh, we, we, we taught class and we rolled and had a good time and yeah. we ended up and raised the money. Uh, now Academy Christmas is a fully funded charity gym it has been going for four or five years. Uh, wow. Great people over there doing great things. What does it exist to do? Not only teach jiu to like slum kids and kids who have got no money, but it really looks to give them hope by teaching them English, giving them life skills, so that they can break that cycle of poverty and get into, um, you know, kind of better job, better opportunities. So it's good to know that you know uh, friends like Dion come over and supported that through mm-hmm. our our Grapner community here in Melbourne, in Australia. We're able to make a difference. Uh, I think. How, we can't how, how forget- could you
1: not? How could you not support something like that? I mean, <laughs> ground level like that, mate, is where it's at. There's no two ways about yeah.
3: it. I think it's it really cool. a of hope that we wanna hang on during times like this where it stacks yeah. for all of us. You know, we can't train, we sure. can't go to our academies, but there mm. will come a time where we, we can do these things and you know and appreciate the simple things of catching up, beer, barbies, jitsu, really doing life together, yeah. you know, and it's good to look yeah, back sure. and be reminded and look forward to a greater hope where we can get back to the things we love.
2: You just gave me an idea actually. I was thinking like, you know how you can go to you can go traveling, you can work on rebuilding a school or something. Imagine if jiu how you say that word, we got to travel around. Like if we we're traveling, we could drop in to gy- or to places that aren't jujitsu gyms and teach kids a little bit of martial arts to give them some confidence or something. But if there was like a network, like because I love the idea of it's giving these kids confidence and hope and it's all sorts of things. And what I think is that's possible even if there's not an already established club. Like that, it could, I don't know. But you've just, I, I, it's really inspiring, I guess, is what you're saying, because I'm inspired. Well, that, that's
1: how it was when it started, wasn't it, Jamie? I mean, there wasn't anything there at all, was there? You just, you built that from the ground up.
3: Yeah, we went into a local um, Kung Pong slum village and we just, me and John Mirabella, put down a tarp and we we're rolling over. Yeah, I saw you know, the, the photos.
1: <laughs> Crazy.
3: And, it's just crazy. Tree roots. We just had a wrestle. And I think, I'm sure the local villagers thought we were a little crazy. Uh, yeah. But from that, uh, and remember, there was already people over there doing things like helping them out, caring for that community. So this was just an extension of what people yeah. over there have been doing for a long time. But jiu-jitsu looked cool. <clears throat> they wanted to learn it. There was like a webs that drove in and we were able to pick them up and get a facility and, and use jiu-jitsu as a tool to reel them in. So mm. we could do English classes and mm. oh. teach some different things, oh. life skills. But yeah. Jiu-Jitsu was a wedge that opened up the door. And it still is. Still, I've been back there a bunch of times and handed our blue belts to kids. And, you know, they're doing competitions. Uh, they travel <laughs> wow. to the cities. Yeah. And they, you know how we're going to go. Our families, were going to go at one point. But uh, we'll get back there. We'll get yeah. there again one day.
2: Absolutely. Brilliant. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Kim, what questions have you got for these guys? Yeah.
0: Not so much questions, but I just wanted to, I guess, thank them both because um, maybe not, people may not know, but for both of them, they were a big part in my journey and my beginnings, especially of jiu-jitsu. Um, Jamie, especially in my white belt days when I used to go to the AET headquarters and just get bashed over and over. And Dion, <laughs> I suppose it was more through the blue belt where I used to head yeah. down to your club and also get bashed. And these guys were, um, especially being kind of smaller grapplers, really good uh, shoulders for me to cry on sometimes and just helped me get that sort of uh, through those very difficult early years of jujitsu. of, I guess everyone goes through it, but especially when you're a bit smaller, it's probably a little bit worse. So um, I don't know whether you can say anything to that, uh, to people that listening of being a bit smaller and how you do kind of survive, because it really was a lot of survival for me. In those oh,
1: it absolutely is. I, I know, um, you know, starting out when I did all those many, 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 many years ago, <laughs> um, geez, I was barely 65 kilo and, and um, yeah, you know, it wasn't as it is now. Jiu-Jitsu was still very new. So there was still a lot of that sort of challenge match thing happening with other guys coming in. Didn't want to train Jiu-Jitsu, more wanted to try out what they were doing against it. So it was pretty brutal in the early days um but you know you find i think jamie will agree you know if you're a smaller guy and you and you manage to put yourself or smaller lass as well uh you put yourself through the jiu-jitsu ringer um you tend to come out with some pretty solid technique at the end because really that's all you've got
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, but I think you guys have really kind of become... Oh, sorry, Jamie, did you want to say something? Speak to that before I...
3: Uh, I agree totally. And I would add on too, I think, um, Kim, you've always put yourself out there as a competitor too. And I think that's... Not everybody has to compete, but if you do, it almost like magnifies that, that progress. You know, it exposes what you need to work on. I mean, plus you're competing against your own bracket where possible. Get, yeah, you know, give yourself credit. You did that. You did the hard work in the academy and then we all take the risk and do it, you know, on the competition scene. And I think yeah. that helps you kind of open up doors because it exposes your game, but also opens up doors that you meet coaches and different people and become part of the community, you know. And yeah. I think yeah. that's a big part of what we do. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And we
1: always told you, Kim, you were going to be a beast, and look what happened.
2: Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're two dads. Look how they raised you, Kim. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, I, I wanted to say, actually, I think that one of the things which I've observed in the kind of father figures in, who are in the jiu-jitsu scene obviously, they tend to be very good at jujitsu, but not only that, they tend to be able to laugh at themselves, have a bit of fun, be good listeners. And I think that that's one of the things that we do have more in jiu-jitsu than maybe some other martial arts do is um i don't know it's a little bit less formal i think you know some of the some of the striking arts can be like that as well but some of the more traditional martial arts you don't get that you know it's very serious very structured very etc and there's not a lot of room for really strong relationships like what you guys have with kim to kind of occur
1: i think i think when you get to our age mate you know life's you're broken anyway, so you don't really give a shit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take too, yourself too seriously, right. mate. Jeez.
3: Yeah. Mm. No, that's true. That's true. I know. Um, I think BJJ does promote a certain humility. You know, I'm not saying that other martial arts don't, but it's a realistic humility. Like, you know, we all get tapped. We all tap. That's that's part of the game. And so the people that last the journey know that, you know, one day the hammer, the next day the nail. Yeah, whatever,
1: you know. Yeah, that's on. it, eh? Yeah, I think yeah. you realise that somewhere around mid brown belt, you kind of go. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: and you just let it go. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, by the time I got my blue belt was over, I was never very good. I, I'm, I still don't consider myself good. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm average at best, but I do. I, I'm, I'm falling in love with competing the better I get but not because I'm better but because I know that I can just have fun with it now you know it's not it's not it was so serious I was so tense I was so focused on what people would think about me all of these weird things that are nothing to do with jiu-jitsu were there for me that are not there now at purple and I don't so I don't know if purple brown I don't know if it's a timing thing or whether it's just losing enough times or whatever it is. But I agree that in the beginning, it just sent, it was so warped. My view of what jiu-jitsu and what competing in jiu-jitsu was like was so warped compared to now.
1: And it's, it's changed a lot anyway. I mean, even I'm not sure um, of your timelines, mate, but you know, white belt through blue belt for me, I would say would be very different for most people. You know, maybe Jamie would be the same, but you know, back then it was, it was very different. You know, we, we mm-hmm. trained most of my white belt. We trained with, with strikes the Whole time, um, that's just how it was. We did a lot of scenario stuff where you know you'd just be attacked by guys with gloves and you'd have headgear, and that was the jiu jitsu we trained as white belts because that's what we were looking at. Gracie in action, you know, all that sort of challenge match stuff in the early, you know, uh, you know, was it like 95, 94, uh, 96 Ooh. when I started, we started seeing all that stuff, and then that's just how we trained, and then we sort of started seeing the sport side of it start come through and, and that was kind of fun and, and interesting and the grap, you know, that real nice grapple you'd start to get. But before that it was all just very every, every part of training was street for us. It was it was all street at the beginning. So you know,
3: wow. that, there, were, yeah, there on. was only a couple of competitions when they did come out like in uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two, three, four, whatever, you'd get maybe the VIX and the Pep packs they're like yep. twice a year. So if you yep, went out and yep. got smashed, you have to wait another six months before you can go again, which, oh, you know, was it. Yeah.
2: Yep. Actually, just quickly, because I know we are running out of time, but I'd love to know how you guys both discovered jiu Who was the person who introduced you to it? Yeah, what was your first class like?
1: Do you want to go? You go, Jamie. I um,
3: can't remember the guy's name, but I was working a job. I grew up in the country, so I was working in, in Echuca. That's where I grew up. And there was a guy who come and was working alongside me, and he was telling me about uh, Jiu Jitsu or whatever. And I'd never heard of it. So it was early 2000, something I 2001. And he gave me a you know, a video cassette of UFC one or two. And right. I watched them and was kind of hooked. And back then I started driving. The only club we found was in Bendigo. So we drive from Chuka to Bendigo. And that was Stewie um, Molden's club where Jimmy, Jimmy Creek comes out of. And I just visited it like, I don't know, probably six months. I kind of I went a bunch of times and, and fell in love with it so much that when I moved to Melbourne about a year later, I just started looking everywhere for jujitsu and eventually found the Hangar Four, uh, found John Mirabella and the rest is history.
2: Wow, oh, that's cool. Awesome.
3: Yeah. Thank you. So, jujitsu found me. I didn't jujitsu. <laughs> that's the way it yeah.
2: works.
1: I yeah,
2: I hear
1: you there. Yeah, I was. I'd been training. Um, stand up since I was pretty much able to walk. Uh, all my uncles were, you know, Bob Jones security door operators, you know, pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. technical guys. <laughs> yeah. um, but I got pushed into Taekwondo and karate very early on. And and I found just as a little guy, I used to get the shit, you know, kicked out of me and all the time I couldn't really make it work very well. Short arms, short legs. So... Um, still kept on with it. And I, I ended up having a whole bunch of mates that we trained together. And I was probably, it was probably about 96, late 96. One of them brought in this uh, the VHS cassette. You can Google that kids. Uh, <laughs> uh, brought in a VHS cassette. Uh, it was a Gracie's in action or one of those. And I just remember sitting there with all these guys, my mates who were all karate and taekwondo guys. And these dudes were choking each other asleep and all the rest of it. And we were just like, what the fuck is this? Like, of course, then we paused the video, proceeded to put each other to sleep just to make sure it worked. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: um, and then it was on for young and old. And, and we were like, where can we learn this? There was no jiu-jitsu in Adelaide because basically there's nothing in Adelaide. Um,
2: <laughs> Still isn't. From, no, 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 i don't. I don't, think, I don't think, think
1: they've got internet, so they probably won't get this. So. <laughs>
2: cool.
1: Um, cool.
0: <laughs> hang on they are doing jiu-jitsu in adelaide now dion and we're not damn it yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I know.
1: love you guys love, love you adelaideans um they're just then, behind uh, us
2: that's the problem they're, they're a little bit uh, all behind in the this,
1: this doesn't get aired for three hours does it over there so.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um so yeah and then so we started choking each other out and and we, we looked everywhere. Where can we train Jiu-Jitsu? There's nothing in Adelaide. So we ended up finding um, Pete's school in Torquay, a little bit of a drive from Adelaide. Um, but it's basically the advice right. he gave us was form a club yourselves, um, start training, visit as often as you can, visit, do the comps whenever you can. And that's what we did. Um, right. my best, uh, the best guy out of all of us was Sean Black. And he basically um, we, we, he started coaching us. Uh, he got his blue belt, purple belt very quick because he was a very gifted guy, um, mm. and yeah, the club grew from there, and then away it went, and I've never looked back.
3: <laughs> wow. Was that SA BJ?
1: Uh, no, it was. It, they they formed one of the guys who used to train with Sean formed that club out of there, um, okay. but um, no, we were just Peter Bean SA at the start, but yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah.
3: I remember competing against guys, you know, saBJ back as a white belt, blue belt, and and I remember the first time ever I fought a guy smaller than me. I, I don't know who it was, but a blue belt or something. I thought, finally, get to beat up some guy littler yeah. than me, and he beat the shit out of me <laughs> trying. And like, I, like, oh. I, I remember SABJJ. you. Okay. Yeah, I'm so,
0: trying who, to
1: remember the guy who started that club. I think his name was. Uh, he's, he's, him and his dad uh, both still run it? Um. Oh, shit. They're really nice guys, too. I just can't think of his name at the moment. Old age.
2: <laughs> I feel good. Well, actually, losing a memory is probably the best place for us to wind this up on because uh, we're about to run out of time. So, uh, from me, huge thanks. Kim, what would yeah, you like to say guys. to wrap up? It's
0: been great to uh, connect with you, even if it is like this. Obviously, would much prefer to connect with you in person, on the mat, training jujitsu like we like to do, and hopefully, it won't be. Too far away before we can actually do that, so thank you so much for giving up your time, guys.
3: Really appreciate it. No um, worries. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. thank you. Good to be part of it. I know you've got a lot of big names on here, and they've got us. I don't know why, but we're we're to be to to here so we so are far far. again, but Jamie, far. looking at each other, going, What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> a similar story. You're in can the I... warm up room, that's right. <laughs> can I just uh, real quick, uh, just let you guys know, um, we're opening a second location. This is Pretty big news. Um, it's just happened. Uh, so, when all the COVID shit goes away, uh, we're going to be having a second location running at Kilsyth out of energy, Jim.
2: Awesome. So, awesome. looking
0: awesome.
1: good.
2: Well, mm-hmm. when, you, when you get those details, let us know. Uh, or if you can give us the details, we'll post the address and the link as well and all that sort of stuff. How about you, yeah. Jamie? Opening up any new locations? I just want to get back into my location now that I've got I, just I feel you, there. bro. I feel Come
3: you. <laughs> we will. We will. I think it's it's important to remember that they are rolling in every other state. You know, they're they running competitions. Life's going back to normal. We will eventually get there. It's inevitable that we will get yeah. back to that place. So I'm just hanging on to that, that hope.
2: Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. wait. Thanks again. Much love, Thank guys. You guys. Thanks you
3: right. Peace, Hey. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you.